0: Today on The Breakdown, Todd Brunson, son of all-time great Doyle Brunson, faces off in a cash game hand against Kate Hall, newer face on the poker scene, and it's a tough, tough spot she ends up being put in. We're going to talk about it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Jennison and Jonathan Levy.
1: Hey, my name is not Grant Jennison. <laughs> it is now Grant
0: Nope, nope. It's Grant Jennison and Jonathan Levy. That's, I think that's your name.
1: You forgot something when describing Todd Brunson, man who has refused to have anything but ponytail as haircut forever. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of his thing. Maybe it's a wig. Maybe Why would it's you an have extension. a ponytail wig?
0: <laughs> Why would you have a ponytail? Period. Yeah, that's a good question. You have a ponytail wig because you want a ponytail, but you don't want to do the work. isn't that the clear answer you got to
1: do a lot of upkeep on that ponytail (laughs)
0: i mean i don't know it's a thing it's a thing it's a thing so you know todd brunson i remember famously claimed once on i'm gonna say it was high stakes poker that he was the biggest cash game winner potentially of all time um at least in the big game that they played but he said he was up 20 million in that game this is many many years ago because someone was putting down his you know how things were going for him on high stakes poker, I guess. And he was sort of saying, I think I'm the biggest winner of all time in the big game, which makes me maybe the biggest winner of all time, period. Wow. Now, is that true? I have no idea. That's just something he said. Well, he's got the pedigree. He has the pedigree. He's also the guy who famously played against Andy Beal. Right. And he's the guy who solved Andy Beal's very tricky chip stacking way, which is the way Andy Beal sort of randomized things for himself. And so Todd Brunson figured it out and then was able to use that against Andy Beal when they were playing, you know, Whatever they were playing, 50,000, 100,000, Limit Hold'em or whatever the stakes were at that yeah. point because they kept upping it, 100,000, 200,000.
1: And then Phil Ivey saved everybody?
0: There were different times. Jennifer Harmon did it once, Todd Brunson did it once, and Phil Ivey did it once. They all saved everyone once.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Too bad, too bad that wasn't televised. Oh, I mean, it was amazing. Limit Hold'em,
0: but... I mean, I love Limit Hold'em anyway, but I think everyone would want to watch Everybody that.
1: Everybody would watch a $50,000, 100000 Limit Hold'em them. They game.
0: doubled the stakes at one point, too. Yeah. It was one hundred K. I would for sure watch that. There was a point, you know, when Barry Greenstein was playing, and his, uh, his uh, protege, Mimi Letter, I think her name was? No, Mimi... Tran. Mimi Tran, that's yeah. it. Um, sort of went up to talk to Barry, and Barry said, oh, you know, I'm going to run to the bathroom. So... Could you just play these hands for me? And he left her to play Andy Bill for like four hands, and she just folded all four hands. Yeah. And the corporation was very upset with that. They're like, that's six hundred thousand dollars she just folded away. Yeah, of course. And we don't know, like, we don't know if that was good or right. Like, that's not great. Yeah, not great at all. Very, very angry about that. Yeah, and they should be. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Barry's not like Barry's not like. Let's just pause the game. He's like, oh no no, no
0: Mimi will play. Anyway, the stakes
1: we're going to talk about today are much lower than that, True. and actually lower than most of the stakes we talk about. It's uh, Poker Night in America hand, our first one. Yeah. They play the old 2550, which is, of course, a big game. But yeah, it's a big game. Often we talk about like a 400, 800 game. So.
0: Yeah, we're used to yeah, the guys who are playing on the TVs with the big names and the
1: big monies. But this is uh these are people who do have monies and are somewhat big names. Right. Ish. And uh, a place where you can find even lower stakes than that if if it suits you is Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. That's true. Yeah, you can find all sorts of stakes there and you can also find the poker guys there. That's, That's where
0: Jonathan and I like to play. It's true. We do uh every Tuesday and Thursday at 4:30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Boy, you
1: struggle with the, the words, time things. <laughs> the
0: words are so difficult. But PST and EST, we're playing on Twitch. We are at two poker guys on Twitch, or I guess just two poker guys yeah. on Twitch. That's the number, the number two. two Yeah, poker guys. But let's talk a little bit more about nitrogen just for a second, shall okay, we? go ahead. Nitrogen rocks! Say some reasons why. Well, number one, it's Bitcoin only. And that may sound like a little bit of who's it and what's that, but let me tell you, people, it's... The whole damn thing is what it is because
1: it's got lightning fast withdrawals. 10 to 25 minutes? I mean, come on! That's nuts!
0: That is really crazy. If you've been playing in the online poker world, you know that getting a check within three weeks is a blessing. Yeah. So and it
1: sucks when you're waiting. You're yes. just like, is that ever happening?
0: And instead it's just like bink! you you make your withdrawal and you look back ten minutes. You watch you watch an episode of I Love Lucy and then there it is.
1: <laughs> of course, that's what everybody does. Anyway, as Jonathan said, we will be playing Tuesdays and Thursdays, but also some other times. You can find us on there. Yeah. We have special avatars that look like drunk babies. They (laughs) are not pretty at all. No, but they look like uh, bad versions of us. Really bad. So you can find us playing the cash games. Some sit and goes. We're trying to get going every once in a while. You know, Play with us on Nitrogen. It's fun. It's great software. There's very little sign-up details. Use the link in the description when you sign up. The description of this podcast, of course. Right, you have to do that. Uh, And that way you get access to exclusive Poker Guys stuff. Nitrogen's always thinking up new stuff to give our people.
0: It is true. It's great. We definitely encourage you to check it out. And yeah, watch us play, play with us, whatever you want to do, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and maybe some other times.
1: Yeah, cool. Sounds good. Sounds good. Let's roll. You know what else is good? What? Poker. Yeah. In general. Great. And also the hand we're going to talk about. Pretty Good. good hand. It is an interesting little hand. So, uh, it's Poker
0: Night in America, and these guys are deeper than... I don't know if they're deeper, actually, than a normal twenty-five fifty game, now that I think about it. Like, no. 10K... Having 10K is not, like, an insane It's not insane at all. To have it all. Like, in fact, some people will, like, show up with 25-50K, stuff like that, yeah. right? Uh, but still... It means there is real money to be won and lost here, at least to some of these players. I don't know. Maybe Todd Brunson doesn't care. but Maybe if I he's think
1: won $20 million.
0: If he truly has and hasn't lost any of it. But yeah. um,
1: if I would guess Kate Hall cares. Yeah, for sure.
0: I would think that would matter I would to her. care. I would care as well. I mean, honestly, I'm so competitive. It almost doesn't matter what the stakes are. I care either way. You know, you
1: would care more about this than a 2-5 game for
0: sure. I would be sure. more scared. Yeah. But I don't know if it's possible for me to care more. You know, once that's, in a while, I can just decide. Oh, I don't care anyway. Who cares? It's not a lot of money. But mostly, I just really want to win, and it's all the same. Well, maybe
1: at the very moment you couldn't possibly care more, but that night after you lost twelve k, you might care a little bit more. But, yeah, that's different. Though we're yeah. talking about in the moment, right? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, this was suggested on Twitter, of course, at Two Poker Guys Number Two yeah. by Brett, and we're lucky because it was suggested also by the Twitter Master.
0: It's just Twitter Master. Twitter, not, not twi- the. Twitter
1: well, I, I like to add that.
0: Well, that's fine, but do you want me to call you The Grant Dennison or Grant Dennison?
1: I think I prefer The Grant Denison. Well, that's what
0: you're getting from now on, so thank we'll you. find out. All right, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Great. Also, it's The Grant Jennison. No, it's not. It is now. No, it's The Grant You realize Denison. that your name sounds like genocide now, your last name. It's not good.
1: That's a very powerful thing to do, though. <laughs> so powerful. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh...
0: For let's, let's get into the hand a bit, and we'll talk about some other stuff later on. Yeah, that sounds that. Okay. like a
1: good idea. So as I said, it's a twenty-five fifty 50 game, uh, and Todd Brunson is under the gun, but they are seven-handed, so it's not a traditional under the gun. It's okay. like early position, kind of. He has queen nine of clubs, and I guess this is about the bottom of the range. I would hope so. And he opens to 150, which is normal in a cash game. Mm-hmm. You think this is uh, loose too loose of an open? I think it's right on the edge. I
0: wouldn't open it. Todd Brunson may feel like, yeah, these stakes are beneath me, so what do I care? And then if, fair enough.
1: If anything, it's evidence that he does still have all that money. <laughs> it is true. I <laughs> yeah. mean,
0: I would think this is not part of a, of a solid opening range from this seat. But, it,
1: but if it's not, it's borderline. Like, Queen Ten of Clubs is a pretty clear open, right?
0: Um, it's an open. I don't know if it's a pretty—I think that's the bottom of your range. The Queen Ten of Clubs normally right there. Right? Since I wouldn't play Queen Nine of clubs, I guess I'm, I guess I don't think Queen Ten off is an open. I think that's no, a fold for sure. I agree. I think Queen Ten of clubs is probably an open, but you have to believe you can outplay the table to be able to open it profitably from this
1: position. I guess so.
0: Yeah, a, Queen Queen Ten of clubs is a steel hand. It's just a pretty steel hand,
1: you know. I mean, it's like a it's a, it's a little different than a steel hand. I mean, it's pretty pretty neat. Queen
0: Ten of clubs is really a perfect hand to call in position with. You know, that's like it's really what it's what it's designed for. You're supposed to be on the button with that hand and call like a small When race. God
1: was designing the hands of No Limit Holder, yeah. he designed Queen Ten of Clubs to be called on the button. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Anyway, Brunson opens Queen Nine of Clubs. We don't need to speculate on why or, sure. or if it's okay or not. To 150, uh, seven-handed, as I said. He's got $12,675 in front of him, so significantly Two. more than 200 blinds.
0: Yeah, almost 250.
1: That's a, that's a good stack. Okay. Kate Hall. Who is a star of these types of shows, but doesn't show up too often in the really big stuff? Correct. Um, She's got about 17,000 in front of her, and she has two kings, two red kings. So she three bets the button to 475. There's nothing to say about that. Sounds good. Roger Sipple, very rich man in the big blind, (laughs) decides he wants 475 fewer dollars. So he calls with Queen Jack offsuit. That seems like the wrong thing to do. Okay. Agree? Disagree?
0: I mean,. Obviously, we're supposed to fold.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, Brunson, after Sippel calls, has pretty much no choice but to continue in the hand. Agreed. And he calls as well. Um, I wonder if he would have called anyway if Sippel folded. I
0: think he would have. They're really deep, right? I mean, he's the effective stack with 250 blinds. You probably just call and fold a lot of flops, and it's
1: fine. Yeah, that seems right. Um, So, after all of the flats pre-flop, the pot is now $1,450. The flop is... Nine of hearts, five of diamonds, six of clubs. Yeah. So Brunson flops top pair with a queen and a backdoor club draw. Hall, of course, still has a very good over pair with two red kings and Sippel. Sippel flops
0: pretty well also with his overs and backdoor right, right, straight yeah. draw. He's, he's got first, draw to the, draw, backdoor draw to the nuts. He's really
1: the protagonist in this hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, So Sippel checks... Brunson checks. These seem like normal things to do. Yeah. Hall bets. This seems like a normal thing to do as well. She bets 900 into the pot of 1450. What do you think about the sizing? Fine. Yeah, seems about right. Um, Sippel folds. Yep. Brunson calls. Yeah. I don't see any other way that could have gone. I mean, there are things that could have happened, right? Sipple
0: could have decided to donk it out because the board is better for his range than it is for the other two guys, but not much better. Um, Todd could have donked because he's afraid that Kate's going to check back all her big aces here. But really, you'd expect Kate to continue most of the time and Todd to not put himself in a bad situation. And you expect it to go just the way it went, right? Yeah. Right. Like, once in a while, we see someone donk here with top pair and stuff like that. Even good players, we see them yeah. do that. But usually Ge- not when it's three-bet, actually. Usually just into a razor.
1: Generally, that's not the best play.
0: Right, because Kate, when she three-bets, has... Essentially, usually big aces and big pairs, right? Yeah. That's her value range. Because Brunson anyway.
1: opened under the gun.
0: Right. So yeah. it's hard for Todd to get any good value by donking here except to protect against the big, the overcards, right? Yeah. And that's not, that's not really how you play No Limit Hold'em.
1: No, that's not how you play the No Limit and the Hold'em. Right. All right, so... Three thousand two hundred fifty in the pot now. I mean, it's gotten big. We're we're approaching a hundred big blinds in the pot.
0: It's crazy how quickly it goes. Yeah, no limit hold'em, man. I mean, you say we're approaching. It's like it's, si- there's like sixty five blinds in the that's pot.
1: That's approaching. <laughs> I mean, so is we're four blinds. We're ascending towards.
0: Every long journey begins with a single step.
1: Oh man, I gotta think about that for a second. Yeah, take your time. Yeah. Okay.
0: Great. Talk for Jenison. a while. I'm
1: having a little bit of a moment.
0: The Grant Jenison over there thinking. The Grant Denison.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. 3250 in the pot. Brunson's got Queen Nine of Clubs on this 956 board. Hall's got two Red Kings. The turn is the Deuce of Clubs, yeah. which is a great card for Todd Brunson. It brings him a flush draw along with top pair.
0: It's one of those, it's a great card as long as I improve cards. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it's just going to cost me a lot of money. Okay.
1: It's a card that makes you feel very happy that you at least have the club draw. Yeah. And know, it, it's
0: nice. We could say it, it, it's good for his equity. Yes. For sure.
1: That is accurate. Yeah. Um, he checks. I like it. it seems normal still. Hall bets again. That seems pretty normal, too. I, I mean, you can argue for a check to try to catch a bluff or something, but it seems like betting makes sense. Todd
0: opened under the gun. I mean, he has over pairs that are worse than hers. He almost never has aces. This is a pretty good spot for Kate. There's no reason to think you're not ahead, and I don't know why you wouldn't keep betting here.
1: Right. There's a lot of value to be had. We're, we're thinking when we're ahead, it's usually not a nine. It's not too many right. nines in Brunson's range, but he does have... Pocket queens down through pocket tens. He also has pocket sevens and pocket eights because those are flopped gut shots. Absolutely. With the pair. And and he might call again with those hands. He might. He might. And yeah, with the pair too, Yeah,
0: he might absolutely
1: call. Right. So um, she bets 2100 and he doesn't have any of those things. He has a hand with more equity than those things. The queen end of clubs. And he calls. Yeah. Is there an argument for raising as Brunson?
0: I don't think there is because he has top pair.
1: Because he has too much showdown value to raise. I think But so. not enough to get it in.
0: Right. Yeah. So like every time we move in and get called, we're way behind and we don't have enough equity. Every time we move in and she folds, we were ahead and had all huge equity. doesn't seem like a great way to do it. We yeah. want it to be sort of the other way, right? We want to be able to fold out things that have better equity than us and get called by things that have worse equity than us. So. The
1: one advantage of raising is the potential, the slight potential that we could fold out a better hand. It's possible.
0: What hands are we going to fold out? That's better.
1: A, an overpair that believes that we have the other part of the raising range.
0: Okay, true, but but that seems like not a great plan. No, it's not right? a great plan. Also, we're not really that deep. No, like anymore.
1: Not not super deep anymore. Like
0: there's three thousand dollars in the pot, right? Like we che- we're going to check raise all in, I guess, on the turn if once she's bet and yeah, or, or check raise not. big anyway. She's probably
1: not folding overpairs.
0: And if she is, like, I don't even know if, that, I don't know if it's a good play. Like, trying to get someone to fold aces or kings is usually not a good plan. You know, unless you know that they're very capable of it, you probably shouldn't target that. You should target other parts of their range.
1: All right, let's do a quick question here, though. Okay. So if you think, for some reason, you have this idea in your head, there's a 40% chance you can fold out an overpair if you check shove here, plus you have the equity of your hand. Yeah. Does that make it a a better play? If, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it that would be good does. enough? 40% chance that they fold?
0: I think it probably is good enough. Yeah.
1: Because then you get there, what? You have the nine club outs and you have five other outs. Five other outs. So
0: 14 outs, which yeah, like is 28%. 28%. So we win 28% of the time that they call. Right. So it's a quarter. So that's like 16% of the time total. And you add that to the 40, that gets us to 56. So that means it's good enough. Yeah. But it's it's marginal. Yeah. And the thing is this. We actually have a reasonable hand, although when she bets the turn, if, if we don't improve on the river, we're either bluff catch or we're just going to check fold. And I would guess yeah. we're probably going to mostly check fold because she, she didn't just three bet. She three bet the under-the-gun razor.
1: Right. I mean, if she has – maybe we can catch her with ace-king or ace-jack of clubs. We have the queen of clubs, so it can't be ace-queen of clubs. Mm-hmm. And if a club misses, then we can pick off a bluff. But it's hard to think of any other hand she would continue the turn with.
0: Yeah, um, and the other thing is this: like we can also plan if she has, let's say, aces or kings or something like that, or an overpair. Forget aces or kings. There's a lot of cards on the river that we can get really good value with. Now, a queen is going to maybe stop the value with um, jacks and tens. She may not bet sure. the river, or she may not call a river bet if a queen comes. It's going to be a weird spot for her. Definitely, if we suddenly donk out when a queen hits, or we check raise when a queen hits, or whatever, you know, like she may just find a fold then. Right. But um, but aces or kings, it's sort of the same spot, really, if a queen hits or not. And um, obviously, if the nine pairs or a club comes, it's hard for her to see that that's going to help us. You wouldn't think from her point of view that that's going to help us, and it's going to be at least a tough spot. Yeah, for so, sure. So there's a lot of implied odds here, is, is what I'm saying, if she has the value. And if she doesn't, we're ahead anyway, and it's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, we can't fold, obviously. Can't
0: fold on the turn, but we may have to fold on Brick Rivers, yes. which sucks if we have top pair. It and it's does to it we, does suck. We'd have to really, th- you know, read her and think about, you know, does she ever do this with worse hands? Does she ever take this line with worse hands and how often? You know, if she does it with the, all the ace kings and all the ace queens, maybe we can get away with it. But otherwise, we'd probably just have to fold. Yeah. But anyway, we're, we're going to think about that yet.
1: Yeah, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Um. So before we get to the river, let's yeah. talk about a little something else. Hey. So I don't know what order the podcasts are coming out in, but it's possible you've already heard us talk about this. But I want to talk about it again. It's, uh, we we want more. <laughs> poker creators out there, right? We want there to be more poker creators in the world like us, you know, right, like you- YouTubers. Cuz what we want is more competition. No, we don't want competition. Oh. We want to bring you into the fold. Oh, So what we're doing is we're asking you guys to create your best poker video that you can. And we don't want breakdown type videos, right? We want something else, something creative in the poker realm, relatively good production values, you know, take yeah. a look at our videos. That's kind of a baseline like not too much worse than that, right? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, and you can send in any submissions to PortlandPokerU at gmail.com, and we're going to take a look at all these things, and it's possible you might get on the Poker Guys channel. Yeah, we're looking to
0: to add to our channel. You don't have to make a video, by the way. You can just send us a pitch for a video first. Yeah. And uh, we're going to look through pitches and see if there's anything that intrigues us, and if there is, we'll ask those people to create at least a sample video. And if it's You know, If we think it sort of fits our channel and what we want with uh, all our different requirements, yeah, we're talking about bringing you guys into the fold and actually having you be part of the channel. And to be clear, that doesn't mean we'd be profiting off of you. You would be profiting off of us as much as anything, where we'd be exposing you to our 21,000 subscribers and our brand. And uh, you would also get the majority of any of the ad revenue generated, even though you would have immediately a big audience, so the ad revenue would be bigger.
1: Yeah. That's the idea. So if you got an idea, you got a video, you want to be a YouTube creator, you want to jumpstart your YouTube thing and get right in front of 21,000 people instead of having to slog it out like we did, then uh, send in your submissions, your pitches to PortlandPokerU at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. It took us a good year and a half to really get rolling. Yeah. And uh, you don't have to wait that long. Nope. Uh, One other thing before we get back to the hand, Grant. All right. There is a new thing that we have, a new piece of technology for
1: all you podcast listeners out there. It's free. Is it? Oh, teleportation. It is okay. not teleportation. Oh. Damn.
0: Yeah. Sorry about that.
1: The Grant Dennison is upset about the that. The Grant
0: Dennison is not happy and may go f- commit Dennison on people. <laughs> so, uh, so one of our listeners, loyal listeners, decided to build an app, which makes it so you can listen to all the podcasts and went and it it uh, graphically displays the hand. Yeah. So you can see the board basically as you're listening. It's free. It's easy. We're going to have a link on Twitter. We're going to have a link on our webpage as well. Android only. Android only, at least for now. Uh, so check it out. Use it. It's cool. It's pretty neat. It doesn't cost you a penny. There's no nothing else is going on there. You, you get know, to have just that for nice for
1: blue Poker Guys chip represented as an app on your phone instead of just in your podcast. That's app, right. right. You it's don't. Like, we're not.
0: You don't want your Poker Guys podcast to be with all those other those lame, other dirty, boring horrible, podcasts. Disgusting. <laughs> smelly. Yeah, S-Town, it's, it's Cereal, a, This American Life. Those things
1: suck. It's pure, you know? It's eugenics. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, on the genocide topic. Yeah, great. Um, so let's get back to the hand, though. Okay. All right, so just to recap what's going on here, we've got a 956-Deuce-2-Club board Todd Brunson has check called twice with Queen Nine of Clubs, and Kate Hall is the aggressor with two red kings. Right, and she,
0: of course, three bet pre, and he called after opening under the gun with his Queen Nine of Clubs.
1: Right. So the the pot is seven thousand four hundred and fifty dollars, and the river is an excellent one for Todd Yard Brunson. It's a Nine of Diamonds. How much does Kate Hall have at this
0: point? She have like eleven thousand or something. Hall started. Oh no! Sorry. Todd. What's the effective yep. stack? Is what I'm
1: Todd's the effective stack with 93.50.
0: Okay, so he's got a little more than a pot-sized bet left. Right. So okay.
1: the first question is, should Todd be donking here?
0: This is a really good question. So if she's got her value hands, her overpairs, the question we have to ask is, Todd, because if we donk, and if we donk, I assume we're going to probably just ship it, right? Like, yep. why not? Like, why if not? we're going to get called by... If we're gonna, a $6,000 bet's going to get called, so is whatever, a nine or $10,000 yep. bet. Um, but the question then becomes... If we think about it, if she's going to bet jacks here and tens, then we should probably check, right? And that way she can also bet some bluffs. If she's not going to bet, if she's going to check back some of her overpairs, then we should probably bet ourselves. That's what? a
1: great question. I wonder, I wonder if she has like a cutoff overpair where she doesn't bet because Brunson himself has overpairs in the range. I right? mean,
0: what's he calling down with at yeah. this point? He could have
1: eight. eights. Eights or sevens are the only thing.
0: Is he going to call a river bet with those? Maybe. It's possible, Maybe.
1: but he has to really put her on a bluff. You
0: ha- and you have to really be going for thin value as Kate Hall. I don't know if yeah. you're doing that. And I don't know if you're doing that against Todd Brunson specifically. He's, you know, one of the all time winners. Right. According
1: to him. Yeah, according to him. But it may be true. It's probably true. And his ponytail. Yeah. His ponytail <laughs> actually does talk. It does. It's, it's because got very, he hasn't watched it for many years and it grew a life of its own. It, it
0: whispers into his ear. <laughs> it tells him what to, It's like ratatouille but for poker.
1: Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you think it's, I guess the question is, do you think it's better to do that or check and let her do the work for you?
0: I mean, I would have some concern if I'm Todd, when the nine pairs. Maybe she's just going to check back even the big over pairs sometimes. Maybe she's going to say, you know what? It's hard to get value anyway. I'm just going to check it back. Uh,
1: There's a counter-argument to that, certainly. Go. And that is, the, from Kate Hall's perspective, Brunson is pair-heavy here. He's yes, like pocket pair heavy when For he calls sure. flop and calls turn. No question. There aren't that many nines in his range. He opened under the gun. I agree. He, I mean, we question him opening queen nine suited. He's certainly not opening queen nine off. No. The only other nine I can imagine... I guess he has king nine suited then, too. But like, I don't know that he does. Maybe not. It's not connected enough. Yeah. He he he, he probably might have,
0: he might have 10 nine suited.
1: He, he probably has 10 nine suited, and he probably has ace nine suited.
0: He might have ace nine suited. I think he's more likely to have 10 nine suited than ace nine suited, actually. Yeah,
1: but he's got... I mean, either way, those are only two combos each. Right. It's yeah, just so not it's a lot. Of... Not a ton versus the six combos of each pocket pair. Right. Like, of the sevens, the eights, the tens, jacks, and queens. Yeah. Right. So from Hall's perspective, the nine isn't as scary as you might think in a normal situation where you're the aggressor and you've been called down and the top card pairs.
0: And it's a really weird move for Todd to suddenly ship with yeah. a nine pairs. It's like, wh- you're shipping with two eights now? Like, why would you do that? That I doesn't mean, make it, any sense. I mean, if he ships,
1: I think for his value, I would put him more on a flop set. Yeah, put on right. No, of course you'd never. Sixes. You'd
0: never think it was a nine, but it, it does. Shipping doesn't really make sense for either end of it. So maybe that would work because it's confusing and weird. Yeah, actually, whatever he's going to do is going to be confusing and weird f- against Kate Hall, right? right. Like if she, if he check raises or if he ships it, I assume he's. I assume he would never just call because the stack to pot ratio is just sort of absurd to only call here, um, if she bets. Yeah, you know, so uh, it's. You know, because he has so little obvious value for him to ship, I think we should check. Also, once in a while, maybe she actually has a bluff.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah, she has like
0: a real bluff, like like a, good like reason a to bad check. bluff.
1: Yeah, if she has a real bluff, that's a good reason to check. She
0: has Jack Ten suited or something like yeah. that, and she's just like, "Go away, go so there's, away." There's
1: that. Plus the idea that she's gonna bet at least her big over pairs. We think the majority of the time because she, of that pair heavy range that Brunson has.
0: I think she's supposed to.
1: Yeah, I mean, it would just combinatorially it makes a ton of sense, right? Mm. Um, So, yeah, that makes me kind of lean towards a check because then we can more guarantee a bet goes in. Because if she's bluffing, she's probably going to bet again if she has jack high or something.
0: And, yeah, and if she's bluffing, of course, we can't get value anyway out yeah. of that part. But, yeah, we give her a real chance to bluff. I don't know how often she's really bluffing at this point, but Not maybe But maybe sometimes. Again, is she really going to show up with a bluff when he opens UTG and calls twice on the nine high. Yeah. Like he has tens and jacks so often, right? He goes, I guess, ace queen of clubs, ace king of clubs, ace jack of clubs and tens and jacks. Like that's a, and maybe Queens. That's a huge part of his range. I think
1: the major concern for checking, the only concern is that she might check back specifically pocket tens and pocket jacks. Agreed. I don't think she's checking back Queens at this
0: point. I don't think she should. I think I'd right. be wrong to check back queens. Like Jax's
1: borderline tens, I really would understand a check back at this point.
0: Because what are you getting value yeah. out of? Now you are hoping she calls with eights, but if you he, have queens, he what he calls with eights? Yeah, right. Yeah, well, she thinks of him as a girl because of his hair. Oh, okay. Um, or actually, the ponytail itself, you know,
1: is it, it's a think, feminine. Ponytail. <laughs> it's questioning at least. Yeah. So, um,
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like queens, queens feel like a slam dunk bet because you don't expect Todd to almost ever have aces or kings, right? Uh, especially after Sipple calls the three bet pre. You yeah. just expect Todd to not see a flop three ways right. out of position with a with a big hand when he doesn't have to. And Sipple's rich enough, he can pay you off even if Kate can't. Right. Um so Queens are gonna bet, jacks are close, tens are probably a check back for right. all the reasons. So that's
1: the main concern for Brunson is getting value from tens mostly. Right.
0: And if that's all we're worried
1: about There's so many other overpairs that are gonna bet. So
0: Well let's not worry about the other overpairs since we can probably get value from those either way, right? Let's worry about as long as there's a few combos of bluffs in there, yeah, that more than makes up that she's going to fire with it, more than makes up for the pocket tens. Yes, right?
1: agreed. Yeah, agreed. cool.
0: And it's just maybe she'll even find a fold of pocket tens once in a blue moon if we if we ship it suddenly. Yeah, it's possible. So that would be that's even worse. You know, like all the hand, everything would have bet except except tens, which we're going to not call our bet anyway.
1: Right. Yeah. All right. So Brunson checks, and it seems like the right decision. I think it's right, even though. Upon first inspection, a bet feels like a good idea just to make sure a bet goes in. Yeah. But when we realize how pair-heavy our range is, checking makes more sense. Agreed. Um, and Hall decides to bet. And for all the reasons that we said, right? I mean, it's just, like, so easy to try to get value here.
0: This is a slam-dunk bet for Kate Hall. I know she ends up being behind right now. This is a clear
1: bet. I you mean, You have Brun- to bet this. Brunson certainly has jacks and tens in his range. He probably has queens in he his might, range,
0: too. Yeah, I don't know. He's not always going to four-bet queens, right? Yeah sometimes but not always and he's got uh, at
1: least 12 combos of jackson t- of under pairs in his range right yeah right versus the four total combos or six total combos of suited nines that we expect him to show up with i
0: mean and there aren't that many sets and we may have heard from a set earlier anyway yeah. this right. feels like it's you can't i mean this is one of the things that professionals do in this spot like i think worse players and some amateurs just check back inst- instantaneously on this board right And professionals get value here. So, Kate Hall's a professional. She's trying to get value. She's supposed to bet. She bets. I mean, yeah. No problem with that.
1: And Brunson could easily have 7s, 8s, 10s, Jacks, or Queens here. And call with any of them. Yeah. Right. I mean he's probably gonna fold sevens or eights at this point.
0: I think he's supposed to.
1: And maybe even tens, but
0: Tens I mean, is tough. You
1: gotta you gotta at least try to get value from that range. Yeah,
0: and Jax, I mean, are Jax really gonna fold? I don't know. I don't know either. I mean Jax is really close. It is. Queens are an automatic call. I think Jax are probably a call too, because you may sit there as Brunson and say, What better hands do I have besides Jax here? There aren't that yeah. many. This is right. near the
1: top. Yeah, you're just gonna go call, call, fold. With in this spot, I mean, a, it seems a bit exploitable. You have but...
0: to be pretty sure that Kate Hall doesn't have many bluffs in her, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she bets. She bets thirty four hundred to seventy four fifty, which is interesting sizing. It's not. It's less than half the pot, and I think it's designed to get more of the underbears to call.
0: I think you're exactly right. She's saying, "Don't be afraid with your tens. Put the money in. You won twenty million once. You said. And Todd
1: And Todd Brunson's ponytail sitting there, going, "Oh baby, what a spot! Yeah. So Todd Brunson has the effect of nuts here, right? Like. Kate Hall almost never shows up with a nine that's better than Queen nine, and it's really hard for her to have a flopped set because she would have had to three bet fives or sixes, which seem like pretty clear calls pre preflop.
0: When Todd opens under the gun, you'd yeah. expect him, you'd expect her, excuse me, to not three bet those very often, right? Yeah.
1: So and, and also the good news
0: for Todd is it isn't like they're so crazy deep that he has to worry about that anyway. If she flopped a set. And she's got a full house now, or she somehow has a better nine. Congratulations, you get some extra money. Like, yeah. it's okay. Right. But this is like, you the way you make money in this spot, if you're Todd Brunson, is not to just call. Just no, calling you, is absurd. Just calling would be completely absurd. You're beating way because, too much of her range.
1: I mean, it's different if she didn't three bet, but she did. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: If so. she didn't 3-bet, she can have better all the better nines. And the full straight, houses. straights. She can have all this stuff. She yeah. can't have any of that, or almost any of that.
1: Right. You don't expect her to show up with it, at and least. And
0: the thing that she can have is what she does have. She can have the big over pairs, which are just going to be in a tough spot. I mean, it's really going to be hard to fold if he check raises, and it's he kind of has to check It's a raise. tough
1: spot, and it looks like you should probably like feel behind, but it, the price is going to be good. And Brunson... Brunson does move in. Yeah. His ninety three fifty totally moves in over the thirty four hundred. It's six K more to win twenty K. It's like three and a half to one that Hall's getting. And it was a slam dunk value, but on the river for Hall. But now this happens and she's like, Oh damn it.
0: Yeah. This
1: sucks. <laughs> like, are you kidding me here? Like, how do you have a nine, you donkey? <laughs> Did
0: like, you somehow you could I guess you could open two sixes. Like you could open two sixes, right? Yeah. Like, but it's, As we've already gone over, there's very few nines right. for him to have. He can absolutely have the three combos of sixes. Um, he can have the three combos of fives.
1: And the one combo of nines. The one nines. combo of nines. He cannot and, have the deuces.
0: No, because he called on the flop. Yeah. And we would never expect him to. No. Yeah. Seems very, very... Well, I mean, simple folded. He closes the action. No, he might call once. On. He it's might
1: call once. Such a bad spot. It's
0: possible he'll call once. It's unlikely.
1: It's really unlikely. Yeah, if she's bluffing, she's gonna bet again, right? I don't know
0: if she has ace king. She might. She might check the turn.
1: I guess. But but, but
0: why? Do you, you don't have to do that with deuces. You're no. probably. It's it's a very unlikely he's gonna have deuces. I'm I'm mostly agreeing with you here. Yeah.
1: So uh, there's seven real combos that we're really thinking about here. The the fives, the sixes, and the nines. Um. Yes. Now. Okay. I guess he can have seven eight suited also. Okay. Seven eight suited. That's four more combos. Yeah. Okay. So eleven combos. Yep. And
0: then uh. I don't know. I mean, as Kate Hall, this is the real question. We have to decide, can he have 10-9 suited? Can he have Ace-9 suited? Can he have like other things like that? Which it turns out looks like he can. But as Kate Hall, and we're sitting there, he opened under the gun. He called the 3-bet. Can he really have those hands? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to give him all those hands.
1: It is hard to give him all those hands, but he obviously he has Queen-9 suited. But from Kate Hall's perspective, she probably doesn't think
0: that. I wouldn't think that. I absolutely would not... Put queen nine suited in his ranges. I'm trying to figure out his value here personally. Yeah. If I were sitting in her shoes, I may, maybe I think, I mean, queen nine suited. Like, is he even? Is he ever opening that in that spot? I don't think so. So I'm gonna. I would probably eliminate it or give him at most one combo. So but I'd probably just eliminate. So we're it.
1: giving him eight nine suited, 9-10 nine, suited, and ace nine suited.
0: I don't know if he's got eight nine suited. You get an seven he, eight suited. I was asking about it more than saying he definitely oh. has it. I don't gotcha. know if he has it. Um, it's probably wrong to take all of those away, right? But I don't know if we can give them all of them either.
1: I mean, even if you give them all of the suited nines okay. that are reasonable. It's only like it, six, right? Or it, or eight or something. Yeah, which you just double that and that's how many combos it is. It's not that many. Uh, it, no, I, mean, I, I, meant, I meant, meant hand ranks. I know, I meant,
0: I meant combos.
1: Oh, so it depends. I mean, if you give them eight, nine, ten, nine, jack, nine, queen, nine, king, nine, and ace, nine, that's I mean, 12 combos. I
0: can't imagine he's opening king, nine suited in, at, from under the gun it's not, it's not that different than queen nine suited it is it is it is Okay,
1: <laughs> it's right.
0: worse if you say so I say so okay I think it's worse I'd be really surprised but I don't think you should be opening queen nine suited either so what do I know
1: alright so really we're worried about sets mostly we think those are the most likely types of things
0: right but here's the thing for Kate Hall
1: yep what's our
0: range on the turn on the turn it's big aces that are unlikely to fire a river bet yeah or they can check back and say, all right, all right, all right, I have a tiny bit of showdown value. I yeah. hope you have ace-queen of clubs. Uh, or big pairs. Mm-hmm. So it's not unlikely that Todd wouldn't just check-raise the turn anyway, or just check-raise the flop, because Kate is over-pair heavy here. And right. Like, that's the time to get it in, right? You're worried about getting it in as it goes later and later. Yeah. Like, checking all three streets, It's it's... You really need the person to keep betting, and yeah. they aren't always going to do it.
1: You would have expected a check raise earlier with a set
0: most of the time. And a straight. Yeah, and a straight. Especially a straight, even. Yeah, More so you, even you than a set.
1: I mean, you don't block anything, but that doesn't really matter on this board. Against it doesn't matter
0: so much. Yeah, not so much. She could have, I guess, top set of nines, and that's it for sets, yeah. really. Um, but there is some value there. Having said all that, so there's some value you can have if he decides to... But then he has to decide to play it this way, which is going to cut down a lot of it again, right? Right. So the next the question. The nines he can play this way much more so than the other strong value.
1: You mean the quad nines?
0: No. Oh. Well, actually, quad nines is a good example. But I meant more um, just like the queen nines, ten nines, ace nines. Yeah. Those make sense to play this way.
1: They make right? a lot more sense than the sets, for sure.
0: Right, in the straight. Yeah. So I'm much more willing to – I would throw out some of the truly strong value but keep some of that weaker value in. Like, Do you I, think
1: Brunson calls the turn with 9-10 suited not clubs? <sighs>
0: I don't know, man. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, I think he's supposed to fold it. And I think he knows he's supposed to fold it, so he might just throw it away.
1: Yeah, that's tricky too. I think he probably,
0: I think he probably folds it.
1: So does that mean he folds Ace Nine suited, not clubs? It's
0: almost the same thing. Yeah,
1: it is against her range. So if he's folding the non-club Nine suits, now like, we
0: cut him in half again. We're down yeah. to one combo of each of the Nines. Yeah, and there's like three or four combos right. of the Nines. Plus expecting the sets to raise at some point. Right. And the straight to raise yeah. if, he those, if he has those things.
1: So that, that makes it real tough to figure out value. But this Here we is go. one of those hands, though, where... What's the bluff? How can he bluff? What's a bluff?
0: 10-8 suited. He flops a gutter. The thing is this. He gives her such a good price on the river to call, he can't imagine if he's bluffing, he's going to get her to fold aces. Right? Right. So that's a real problem from Kate Hall's point of view, that he doesn't look like he's got huge fold equity.
1: Right. This seems obvious, but I want to ask this question just to begin the discussion about his range of hands that we can beat as Hall. We don't expect Brunson to play two queens like this, right? We think he's just a check call on the river.
0: I'd be shocked to see him play two queens like this If by, he's gonna by be, the river. If
1: he's going to be an aggressor on the river, he's going to make sure a bet goes in by betting rather than check raising.
0: When she chooses to bet after the nine pairs, I think it's a clear call with queens yeah. and it's not a raise. The fact that she, she's saying, I really have strength here. And right, I'm so lo- we're I'm to we're not worried
1: around. that he's overvaluing a worse hand.
0: No, I I think if he was going to go nuts with queens, he would have done it a lot earlier in the hand, pre or on the flop, mostly. And then, like, once you decide not to go crazy on the flop, you're kind of committing to not go crazy with the hand. Like, you've already chosen, like, the stuff gets more complicated, not less. And, you know, you fall behind more every card that comes out that isn't a queen, right? So.
1: Right, so he doesn't have any, any under pairs in his range here to the kings.
0: Unless he's turning sevens or eights into a bluff. Yeah, but he's not turning tens. He's not doing this with tens, jacks, or queens.
1: As you said, though, you, it's hard to expect that the price giving, being given to Hall, would allow her to fold her value. I agree, and
0: then and we're beating all the other stuff. Which anyway. is like
1: the that's that's the interesting paradox of this situation that yes. we see so often is that we're being laid such a good prices as, as Kate Hall, but so which means we're supposed to call, which means it's less likely our opponents going to bluff, but that then. Means the opposite as well, right?
0: Yeah, it's a leveling thing yeah. now in some ways, right? Where it's like, well, why would he leave? How could he be bluffing when he's leaving me such a good price and I, my range is so strong?
1: Right, but then but then that means I want to fold, which means that he could bluff, right? Right. Yeah. Right. It's a weird spot. But still, what hands does he get here with that he can bluff?
0: Uh, some club hands. Ace something of clubs? Ace something of clubs. Even king something of clubs. Honestly, you
1: think he's gonna check call the flop with that?
0: Eh, it's hard to it's hard to show up with that.
1: Actually, you're right. And it's I mean it's not that easy to show up with the ace something of clubs either. To be honest, I know. I mean like it's possible, but it's not super. easy. Her aces easy. are better than our aces usually if we have the ace something of clubs.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess she could have the ace ten of clubs flopped overs in a gutter and a backdoor turns the backdoor clubs. It's not a it's gutter. It's not a gutter, is it? It's no. five six nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even a gutter.
1: So ace eight or ace seven of clubs.
0: Ugh. I mean, he's going to have that so rarely. Yeah. So we can't count on that. So, no, it has to be more like I'm getting stubborn with the ace jack of clubs on the flop, which is not crazy. It's not in posi- insane. He's not in position, though. So he's a little less he likely to He might just play throw it. it away. He might. But if he has ace-king or ace-queen of clubs, I expect him to call once a lot of the time. Even out of position, I expect him to call once.
1: Okay. but
0: Certainly ace-king of clubs is not just going to fold for one bet. Yeah, right?
1: and then he's probably going to call the turn.
0: He's forced to call yeah. the turn. Or at least he's forced to never fold the turn. He can raise. All two right. If so he if wants. we
1: give him those, and we give him a seven and ace eight of clubs, that's four total
0: combos. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't know how we can give him both of those, but sure.
1: Well, It's kind of. But then we also had like four total combos of value if we remove sets because right. it's only the club versions of the nines that we're giving him.
0: Once in a blue moon, he's going to play his sets. The, this he's going to yeah. take this line, but it's going to be so we can rare. Give him like
1: two combos of sets. tops. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that we're supposed to call
0: because of the price we're getting. Yeah. The other thing is this. This is a classic Jonathan thing to say, but we pretty much have the top of the range we're representing here, yeah. right? Like we don't really get any better than this. He kind of never has aces, so we have the effective nuts from our point of from our range point of view. Like yeah. what the top of our range. So it's not the nuts in terms of how people normally mean it, but like right. for, it's like our nuts. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> we're like, yes, like, we're like check out our nuts. Check yeah. out my nuts <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> it's like that. <laughs> what is happening on this show today? Uh, really you're causing, going some, you're causing problems, going in some weird directions. So, but so, Kate is basically at the top of her range. Yes. And we're getting a great price, and we we actually are at the top of her range. And if Kate's thinking to herself, I sometimes don't have a hand this good. Like I actually would have bet. You know, I have some jack tens here. Like if she has any bluffs at all here, she probably is forced to call. Beyond the fact, beyond the price that she's getting anyway, the thing that made decided is like, well, I think about all the hands I'm going to take this line with and show up with right here. Kings is like as good as it gets, pretty. Kings and aces are as good as it gets for me. Maybe once in a while I can have quad nines. That's it. This is right. the third best hand I can ever have. But I can have queens, I can have jacks, and I have some bluffs. I have even like one bluff, like I have jack 10 suited, maybe enough to make to justify the kings call. Um, or two bluffs, Queen-Jack suited and Jack-10 suited kind of a thing. Is she really going to have those? Is she going to three-bet the under-the-gun razor with those? I don't know. Todd opened Queen-9 suited. Maybe he's opening wide. I don't know. Uh,
1: maybe he is. And then you got to worry about other hands, too, by the way, if he's opening wide. I like,
0: know. Like, then it, then that messes up our whole, like, he can't have any nines, yeah. and he can't have this se- that's and, many 7-8s. Because, like,
1: 3-4 suited, by the way, would be a straight. Okay. Yeah. So that, you know, there's that. So adds, it gets a little weird, yeah. Adds that's, some more problems. That's true.
0: That's true. She clearly doesn't think he's super wide, right? right. Because she is she thinks for five minutes. Right. right? She's like she thinks like, oh, he's got so many ways he's got me beat here.
1: Here's another problem. We we gave him those four bluff combos. He's not pulling the trigger four out of four bluff combos there, like when he's laying this price. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's one out of four at
0: best. At best. He may yeah. never be bluffing here.
1: Yeah. If he's never bluffing Can we ever call? No, because we're behind his value. He doesn't play queens like this.
0: Yeah. So if he's he's never bluffing, it doesn't matter what our range is. This is one of those weird spots of like game theory versus not game theory. Right. right? He has no bluffs. We can't beat any of the value. And yet we're at the top of our distribution, essentially. So poop. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Ultimately, I think it comes down to this. If we're going to play purely exploitatively. We can fold if we don't believe he ever bluffs. Right. But we have to be really certain that he never bluffs. Yeah. I think
0: um, probably we lose a lot of the time when we call here, like a, a big chunk of the time, for sure. But it's probably right to call, as my guess, unless, as we said, he never bluffs ever. And I don't believe that. We've seen him bluff Daniel Negreanu. Right. That was years ago in a weird spot where he took a, a kind of a bizarre—he made a sort of a bizarre play— Right, And it, I don't remember it so well, but Negrano folded the nut flesh. Did Todd have a blocker?
1: He had top pair or something.
0: So he sort of had a blocker yeah. to like a full house. The board was paired. And Dan just folded the nut flesh. And Todd was bluffing. And so the fact that Todd, we know Todd has some bluffs in him some of the time at least. Yeah, now, I guess, this is different. He's laying
1: an incredible price. She's shown a huge amount of strength throughout the hand. But does she really win 22.5% of the time? Because that's what needs to happen for her to call here. Well... Maybe there's a second
0: thing that's happening too, and I don't know. I'm just speculating now. Maybe she doesn't need to win the full 22.5% of the time. Maybe she needs to win like 19% of the time or 18% of the time because if on national TV she, she folds when she's, when someone check raises here yeah. with Kings on this kind of a board, maybe she's gonna people are going to make that move against her more of the time. Now, she could just adjust to that it's anyway. It's really
1: hard to pull that move.
0: Though. I agree. Really, really hard. But I'm just thinking from her point of view, maybe it's like, uh, if everything's really close, I should probably call so that way. A, I don't get bluffed on national TV, and B, people don't try and make people don't make so many moves against me. You know, they're like it encourages people not to make moves. Like right. if you fold here and you're wrong, people are going to make more moves. Yeah. Although you could adjust to that and you just can. call more, right? You, you can know that and then call more, so it isn't as bad as I'm making it sound.
1: No, it's not. Ultimately, she does call. She tanks forever and calls. I can't kill her for this. I can't call it a mistake no. unless. Unless it's easy to say Todd Brunson never bluffs here, but it's not easy to say that i don't i mean if you're the all time money winner in the big game, you're
0: supposed to like be somewhat balanced and difficult to play against even yep. in this spot right you can't just show up with value every
1: time in theory right i don't know man it's it's close it's, it's on it's a, it's such a close spot that's why she tanks for so long because it is a close spot i, I mean, mean yeah if he has bluffs there's four that make sense right just four combos i mean if you 're in Todd's seat. If we think she can fold a hand as strong
0: as kings and aces here, then we can get here a whole bunch of ways and check-raise the river. Now, we'd never expect her to bet as, as small as she did, I guess, on the river, and which we have is part to, of the thing that messes it and up. And we have
1: to have her bet three times. We have to like really well, trust that that's going to happen. Well, no, because
0: if she checks the turn, we can bluff the river anyway, right?
1: Right, but we have to expect her to bet the river. Right, and, and bet
0: small enough yeah. that she's not going to insta-call. I guess yeah. we can just fold if she bets too big. Yeah, but...
1: But she bets smaller than you usually see in a cash game. She, I mean, this is the thing. She's trying to get value
0: out of the smaller pairs, and maybe she's trying to, like, throw a tiny bit of bait out there just in case. It's like, you, if you want to take a shot, this is not the worst time to take a shot. Go ahead. Here's a little fold equity for you, buddy. Yeah. Like I don't know if he ever bluffs here. I don't know either. It's close. But she. But the thing is this. If she bets 6000 and he moves in— or five thousand, and he moves in. Now she's almost forced to call, and he's never bluffing. Right here, at least there's a chance he's bluffing, yeah. and you know, and, and she's not. It doesn't. The perception wouldn't be that she's forced to call. So I like that better, and she also gets value out of the tens right. and jacks. Yeah, we've seen much. So better. I like this play. I like her bet sizing really a lot, like yeah. a huge amount because of those things that it does for her. Yeah, even this, though it didn't work. This out. This
1: would be a huge mistake if she was being given six to one, or I think she. But then she's gonna have to call anyway, I guess. But like, I mean, that's are the you? Thing.
0: Well, that's—I mean—in a cash game, it's such a weird spot. Yeah, such a weird spot. It's not something you see very often. I think people usually just call quickly in a cash game yeah. because you can reach into your pocket, and you sort of—you don't want to encourage people to, to like make these kinds of six-to-one bluffs at you, you know. If you're going to fold, like you just don't want to, right? And you don't want to be the person who gives it up there, you know. And
1: once in a while, they—some person loses their mind, and you actually have the best hand. Well, you shouldn't be in that spot based on stack sizes. I think she made the right choice to bet this size. The other option would be to move in. Yeah,
0: I mean there. Maybe Kate could even talk herself into if she bet bigger on the river, so not moving in because he's got, what, 9K? Yeah. Um, but if she bet 6,000 on the river instead and he moves in, she might even think, well, maybe he'd even just do this with Queens because what the heck. From yeah. his point of view, like, who cares? It's all the same, even though it isn't. Like, 3K no. to him is not a big deal. So, like, he's just going to yeah. move in, make sure he gets full value from everything he's beating and not care about the 3K, that if that extra that he loses. Yeah. And you just sort of force yourself. So then you just have to call with Kings. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. This is a weird,
1: tough spot. I never want to be in it.
0: Oh, (laughs) oh, it's a tough spot. Yeah, it's it's weird because like everything's going so swimming, and you're like nine. That's a good card for me. Like a club, she's gonna have to consider checking back sometimes, at least. Um, Aces are bad, clearly. Even queens and jacks and tens, she may have to like. It's not. Those aren't great. She may have to bet them, but uh, getting check raised then is really horrible yeah, it's awful this is like a safe card it looks like and it yeah. turns out it isn't and todd i think they both play it really well and yeah the only question i have really is like we're talking about is this really tough decision which she takes five minutes on because it's a, such a tough spot
1: yeah and yeah you can't kill her either way if i would not fold, kill her if either if she folded way. if she called i think it's fine both ways yeah
0: if she folded, we would say well he, he you know he almost always has value and yeah. it's nice that you're getting a good price but is that is that nice
1: <laughs> yeah all right well that's that okay That's how Todd Brunson does it, you know? He rivers. He rivers, and then he shivers with your money. Because his ponytail is wet, and it's getting his back all cold. Yeah, and he 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 never
0: (laughs) spends the money on... Heating
1: consistently, wet ponytail <laughs> very disgusting, <laughs> but it whispers.
0: <laughs> all right, I think we're done here. Yeah, all, all right. Every time I come by, you am bound to leave them outside. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.